Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the show. It's Ben here. Thanks for joining me. I'm delighted to be joined today by Sarah Hamilton-Gill. Sarah is an HR expert and coach to other consultants and also now a famous author of a book called Leap Into HR Consulting. Sarah, thank you very much for joining me today. Brilliant. Thank you, Ben, for inviting me. It's great to be here. Great to have you. And you're a jet setter. So whereabouts are you based and, and where are you now? At the moment, I'm in the UK. Um, we spend a lot of our time on the Greek island of Corfu, uh, which is obviously a beautiful place to work remotely yeah. and uh, an awful lot warmer than it is here. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Okay, so do you want to start by giving us a little bit about your background and how you got into HR consulting those years ago? Yeah, and it certainly was quite a few years ago now. <laughs> it was it was over 26 years ago I first went into consulting and uh, it was never a career option. It wasn't something that I thought about in a structured way. I was like many other people. I was in a corporate role as a an HR business partner working in the retail sector. Um, loved the retail sector, fast paced, very moving, you know, really yeah. good, lots of things to do. But you know what? It was frustrating. I'm a non-conformist. I'm creative. I like things to happen. And for me, the, the pace was really slow in the end. And uh, we we had somebody come in to do a consulting project. And it was on the back of that conversation with the lead consultant that I then kind of got lured into consulting with, with his new business. So that's how I made the transition or the leap from uh, corporate into the world of consulting i became a, an associate with him to wow. start with yeah, yeah. Not, normally embedded in that contract is a please don't steal our stuff clause isn't it yeah you know? and uh i uh well yes and i don't think in those days they'd actually done that somehow but uh yeah, so I, I, I think my parents were mortified when I phoned them up and said I was leaving the corporate world and, yeah. and uh, going in to be a self-employed consultant, losing all my benefits. Uh, yeah. But they w- couldn't quite get it, really. Yeah. And so what kind of consulting were you doing? I think in the early days, uh, the, the people I was working with had a very structured approach. There's a lot of leadership development, Um there were large companies, so we were working with Vodafone, with Yardley. Um, it was in the days when Vodafone actually just started up in the UK, so they had a very small office in Newbury, uh, right. very different to their university there now. So, yeah, yeah lots of lots of different, very strategic projects. Um, not a lot of HR at that point. It was very much management consulting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. And what was the... I mean, you said your, your parents were, were mortified, but how was it for you? Was it a, a scary leap or an exciting new world for you when you made that transition? I think because at the time I had very few kind of commitments, it was yeah. it was something that I could do and take that uh, decision for myself. Yeah. And for me, it was exciting. Um, I say exciting. I think most of it was exciting. Some of the projects I was involved in, I was very much outside my comfort zone. And, uh, it, you know, I think when you go into consulting, you will you learn very, very quickly um, 
And if you're not interested in learning, it can be quite a difficult journey, I think. You have to be passionate about learning quickly. Yeah, definitely. And so later on, you formed your own HR consulting business. Is that right? It is. I I actually stayed as an associate for six months. And uh, one of the key reasons I set up by myself in the end was they were based in Manchester and I was down in Hertfordshire. So that the actual journey to, to be part of their office. And again, in those days, there was no working from home or, or flexible working. Um, so I set up my business after six months and it was just me, you know, spare spare bedroom, working from home. And uh, it kind of grew from there, really. And that was pre-Zoom calls. Oh, God, that was pre-everything. It was, uh, <laughs> we, you know, don't laugh. We didn't even have the internet. Yeah. Uh, the internet had just, the World Wide Web had just become popular, uh, certainly mobile phones the whole technology piece just really didn't exist so a very different world when you're in consulting then yeah so how did you get clients at that stage was it just walking around meeting people cold calling how did you get clients in those days at the dawn of the internet yeah well i think it it's very much similar to a lot of people still do now actually which is to go to um, networking events local business events Um, CIPD uh, exhibitions and and conferences it was literally face-to-face I can safely say I never went through the yellow pages trying to find clients so so that was okay (laughs) thank goodness yeah 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 thank goodness so that that's a bit of a a tie-in to a book you've released recently um, which it's a brilliant addition to the business world I think for consultants uh, because I asked you you know how'd you get clients in those days but I'm curious to find out how you and other consultants should find clients these days. So do you want to tell us about the book and why you wrote it for a start? Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Yes, the book's called Leap into HR Consulting and How to Move Successfully from the Corporate to to Consulting. And the book really has come out of um, so many conversations I've had with HR professionals wanting to set up as independents. And you know, they, they can't afford or they, they're not quite sure at this point whether they want to invest in actually going the full hog and becoming a consultant. So the book really takes you through through the process of, you know, is it the right thing for you? And if it is the right thing, what are some of the things that you can do to get yourself launched? So it's a very practical book. There's lots of activities and exercises. It's a, it's a very much a, a working journal as well. So, yeah. Yeah, nice and slightly different. <laughs> yeah, definitely. the The early stage of trying to choose what area to work in is the is a big one I encounter with people I talk to. Um, do you, Do you talk about that topic? Oh uh, yeah, we talk about clarity um, and clarity around your niche and mm. your marketplace is so important. Mm. I, I think you know I know Ben that you you talk to a lot of consultants and for me this is the piece that's often missing. They, they kind of zoom straight into looking at the marketing, the websites, the LinkedIn, yeah. and they forget that they need this clarity piece before they do that. If they don't have that, so, yeah. then, then where do they start? What are they going to put on that website? What are they going to talk about on their LinkedIn pages, et cetera? Yeah. So that sort of feeds into how you got clients in the first place, but then how would that change these days with the internet, LinkedIn, and now COVID? What's your advice and thoughts on how consultants in the HR world can start and grow their business these days? I think there's still a blend. Uh, everybody's got their own preferences. But I think with COVID at the moment, 
people have just got to embrace technology and, you know, finding clients. I find 90% of my clients through LinkedIn or through my referral network or through my, um, obviously I've been in consulting a long time, so I've got a large network. But I think if you're starting out as a consultant, you you really, LinkedIn, you could get all your business from LinkedIn if you worked it properly. Um, I mean, there's lots of other things that you can do as well, but you certainly don't need to go face to face to any networking events if you don't want to. Hmm. What are your thoughts on LinkedIn? It is so crowded now with the whole pandemic shutdown. Everyone's on their messages, posts. It's a lot more difficult these days. Any any thoughts or advice? I think yeah, I think you're right. I think people have you know suddenly embraced LinkedIn as a as a way to reach out to people. But actually, when I look at the whole the whole world of HR professionals and HR consultants, they still really haven't spent a lot of time updating their LinkedIn profiles or getting it focused so that it it kind of a, attracts people. So I think there's a lot more that people can do still. Um, it is busy, but if you get your LinkedIn profile right and your strategy right, then you can certainly stand out from the rest of the crowd, definitely. Yeah. And as you mentioned with a clarity piece in your book there, the thing I see most often with consultants is they say on their website, for instance, uh, we look after all sorts of HR stuff for small, Mm, medium, large companies in all industries. And you go, well, what do you write about on LinkedIn if you just cover everything? You know, no one notices you. So having that clarity that you suggested is really useful because it tells you what to write and who to aim it at. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I think... um, you know, I think it's really interesting when you look at people's headlines on LinkedIn that you kind of see things that say, I'm an HR director, stroke HR administrator, stroke HR this. And you think, well, really, are you? How can you cover all, all three? And your clients aren't going to go to you for admin. And if you're a strategist, then equally, they're not going to go for you strategy if you're saying you're an admin. So yeah. it is, it's, it's really important to get it right. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's interesting that you mentioned the book has uh, exercises and things, so that gets you a bit more engaged. Mm. Do you want to tell us about some of those? Yeah, so there's there's a, a number of um, activities within the book. So there might be, well, there's one here that is looking at how you actually spend your time, how you'd like to spend it going forward, and then the kind of an action plan in terms of creating a better work-life balance. Um, and then there's activities a little bit around clarity. There's some activities there in terms of um, who your ideal client is. Yeah. I'm curious, um, you know, what do you see coming down the road for HR and the world of work and then how listeners can get prepared for these changes? I think it's an incredibly challenging time for the HR profession. And I think, you know, there are lots of opportunities. It's a a world full of um, change for businesses of all shapes and sizes. So the HR function and the teams in the profession have have got an opportunity to shape the way forward. But having said all of that, I do think there is going to be a, a large number of people that will be reconsidering their corporate careers because actually, and this is reality, this isn't me being biased in any way, but there are a lot of um, female HR professionals that are really struggling to, to balance their careers with the potential, the threat of, you know, their children having to come back to homeschooling again. Yeah. So how, how do you how do you balance your career when all of that's going on in the background? So I think a lot of people will move into consulting this year and next year because as this pandemic kind of carries on, it's not sustainable for people to have uh, 
high-powered corporate careers that are a lot of pressure involved at the moment yeah i don't know what your thoughts are then on that one yeah i, I would agree with that i'd also sort of look to the next step and think oh gosh does that mean that consulting is going to be more crowded or is it going to require people to have clearer plans in place as they prepare and then launch and then grow their business so they should definitely get the book definitely come to a boot camp come to yeah, yeah. i know you i was going to ask you in a moment about you have um, some coaching events across in cool food but yeah. I think that's fair enough, though, to have a plan in place for these changes. I think, I think so. And I think, I mean, part of the book talks about preparing to leave the corporate world um, because I certainly wouldn't recommend anybody does what I did, which is literally to say, right, I'm <laughs> off into consulting without a plan or without any savings. Um, yeah. But there's lots of things you can do to prepare. And I think having a plan is, is a really good first first um, priority, really. Um yeah. It's the busiest I've ever known HR consulting right yeah. now in the UK. So, you know, if you want to take advantage of that that marketplace, then now's the time to launch your business. Yeah, it's a good point. You hear people in the whole cryptocurrency finance world talking about Bitcoin and the Bitcoin that they bought back when it was first launching and now they're Bitcoin millionaires and all that sort of stuff. It's a bit of a time for opportunity, I think, as you, as you say, the rise of freelancing and remote work, work from home, all this sort of stuff is far more acceptable than it was 10 years ago. It is. And it, and even the last six months, I mean, you know, I know traditionally my clients have been really keen to meet face-to-face and, you know, let's have a meeting, let's mm. have a coffee. Mm. Um, the fact that everybody's doing Zoom now is fantastic news oh. for consultants because you, the efficiencies that you get by using Zoom rather than running around the countryside, um, you know, taking days out just to visit a client that's 300 miles away, yeah, it's it's amazing. So it's really, really helped move forward the whole world of consulting and made it much more accessible. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. So I just had a little flashback. So I'm from Perth in Australia and I once flew to Melbourne, which is the other side of the country. And Australia's a bigish place. So it was a five yeah. hour flight. I went there for a 45 wow. minute meeting once. We've all done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've all done it, you know. But, but back to your point of, of the traveling around and meeting clients, I mean, everyone, no one wants to be late to a meeting. And so you turn up early and then maybe they're late. So you're half an hour sitting there doing nothing, trying to work on a laptop maybe. Um, and then you're having a chat and then that's not counting the drive to and from and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, the Zoom thing is a huge opportunity to increase efficiency, reach more people, all that sort of stuff. It's amazing because some of the clients I'm working with at the moment they live in remote parts of the UK, so their local business is is fairly small community. But now yeah. with Zoom, they've got a you know they've got a national reach which they wouldn't have had before. Yeah, yeah. So it's opened up opportunities definitely. Yeah. And speaking of people in the UK, I know you get them across into the sunshine every now and then. So what do you run in Corfu? We do. So we, we're we running a five-day retreat in Corfu, which is um, next September in 2021. It was actually due this year, but we've obviously had to move yeah. it for obvious reasons. Mm. And that that is designed specifically for people that have been in consulting or had their business for at least 12 months. So it's moving them up to the next next level, but also time out to relax brainstorm meet other people and obviously have a little look around Corfu as well which is uh, my spiritual home yeah I've seen the pictures looks magnificent sounds like a great event yeah it's amazing yeah so Sarah if people want to learn more about you or buy the book what should they do next 
Well, I think there's, there's two things. You can either pop onto our um, website, which is www.leapintoconsulting.com. Lots of info on there. Um, but connect with me on LinkedIn. If, if you want to connect, that'd be brilliant. I don't know if you can put the link in yep, to this yep. podcast. Ben, that would be brilliant. And um, the book will be available on Amazon from the 5th of November. Uh, it's already on there for pre-order. Uh, just to share with you, Ben, there's a couple of different options of the book. Okay. Um, I'm a very visual person, so Amazon is selling the black and white paperback and a colour ebook. But if you want the colour edition of the workbook, then you'd need to register on my webpage because it's not on Amazon. But the okay. colour version, I just love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it comes alive. Nice. Yeah, that sounds a good idea. Uh, okay, so uh, I'll put the website on the, in the show notes and also the LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, I Perfect. think it's it's a brilliant addition. Yeah, I think consultants will find thank very you. useful indeed. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thank you very much for joining yeah, me today. And I'll Sarah. send you a copy. I'll send you a copy, Ben, because I <laughs> appreciate your feedback. <laughs> brilliant. So yeah, thank you very much for joining me on the show today. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.